Hello there. Thanks so much for joining me today. I am Colleen Klimczak, Certified Professional Organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter through professional speaking, blogging, and now podcasting. Head over to my website at peaceofmindpo.com to subscribe to my weekly newsletter and explore the organizing and productivity resources there, including over 450 articles on a range of organizational topics, including today's newly published article. This is, I believe, episode eight, which is exciting, and it's going to be coming out mid-January. Uh, I also published that newsletter that I just mentioned, and in my newsletter this week, I am talking about National Clean Off Your Desk Day. And so sometimes the newsletter content and the podcast content will be the same, and sometimes they won't be. But there's a few things that I did want to share from my newsletter because they are great ideas no matter what time of year. So uh, I want to just share a couple of my favorite things about cleaning off your desk. One of my favorite January activities is to unsubscribe. Review your email inbox, uh, all of them, if you have more than one, like I do, and unsubscribe from newsletters or advertisements that no longer serve you. So if you keep this practice up for even just a few weeks, you will notice an improvement. So that's one of my favorite tips, especially for this time of year. Another one is to go over to catalogchoice.org. And what you can do at catalogchoice.org is open up an account for free and you can unsubscribe from unwanted catalogs. So if you have that pile of holiday catalogs still sitting somewhere near your desk or anywhere else in your house, um, you just need to tear off the back page that's what you need. Uh, the information on there is what you need to unsubscribe. And like I said, hop over to catalogchoice.org, uh, unsubscribe from all the catalogs that you want to get rid of, and your mailbox will thank you as well. And then finally, one of my other favorite things to do in January is to recommend to unsubscribe ourselves from promotional mail. So I actually swiped this from the dmachoice.org website and DMA stands for Direct Marketing Association. So what they had to say was to decide what type of mail you do and don't want for marketers, register at the DMA's consumer website. And again, that's dmachoice.org and choose what catalogs, magazine offers and other mail you want to get. So that's a great place to start. And like I said, your inbox and your mailbox and then probably the rest of the services in your home or um, office will thank you as well. I was on a call yesterday. It was a leadership mastermind. Um, it's a great group. I love it. And the topic was resolutions. And I had to laugh because some of the people didn't like the word resolution, but then they did have intentions for the year or goals or plans. And I think Whatever you want to call them is just fine uh, as long as um, we kind of have a, a roadmap in our minds or in front of us for how we might want the, the year to go. Really, today we are going to talk about what is your plan for 2023. In my time management and productivity presentations, I talk a lot about planning. 
So two quotes that I share in those presentations are, by failing to plan, you're preparing to fail. That's from Ben Franklin. And in preparing for battle, I've always found that plans are useless, but planning is indispensable. And that is from Dwight D. Eisenhower, who we just mentioned a couple weeks ago with the Eisenhower box. So in this quote from Eisenhower, he uses the word plan and planning as both nouns and verbs. So for today's purposes, a plan, the noun, is a detailed proposal for doing or achieving something. Thank you, Google. Or a set of actions that are intended to achieve a specific aim. I like that one. That one's from Cambridge Dictionary. So considering who I am, it is no surprise that I love a good plan. Why do I love a good plan? A good plan orders our steps. It calms our fears, knowing that there is a plan. It motivates us and it keeps us on track. Now, a good plan is not a perfect plan. A good plan is flexible and should be able to, maybe sometimes expected to, change and evolve. And even if a plan may be subject to change, it's still vitally important to go through the planning process. For example, when I text my clients to confirm our appointments, I often ask, what's on the agenda? Now, here's the thing. I ask this question many times a week. I ask my clients about the plan, but I don't actually need to know the plan until I arrive for our appointment. The thing is, this question is not for me or for my benefit. It's for my client's benefit. In organizing, I am the expert about organizing, but my client is the expert about themselves and their situation. If you are my client and you have a plan, I can make some assumptions. Awareness, first of all. I can assume that you have the necessary list of possible projects or life situations you would like to improve on or accomplish. Prioritizing. I can also assume that you've thought through the priority for those projects and situations. I can also assume that you have ownership and agency. And what I mean by that is I can assume that you've reviewed the list and the priorities and decided on what task or project or objective we should work on that would help you the most today. And then finally, I can assume that we also still have flexibility. We can always add or subtract from the plan. I can also help you with any of those steps as we work together, but that assumption remains that we can be flexible. So I was talking with my son in the kitchen yesterday. I take him back to college for his second semester this coming weekend. And I asked him if there was a plan for moving back in. And then I leaned over to him and whispered, I don't actually need to know the plan right now. And he knew that too. Why? Because this process, this moving back in event is not my process or my event. It is his process. I will always help, of course. I can help him craft the plan. I will support his plan and implementation. I will be driving him back to school. I will do whatever he needs me to do. But the plan is not my plan. It's his plan. He is super smart. He is excellent at problem solving. And he knows his needs at college far better than I do. So essentially, I was checking in a week before we hit the road. I really only want to know that he is thinking about the process. I don't need to know the plan, and it's also likely to change again uh, in the next few days anyway. I just need to know that there is a plan. 
So those steps again were awareness, priorities, ownership and agency, and flexibility. So what's your plan? What's your intention? What are your goals? Whatever you want to call them. What is your plan for 2023? I don't need to know what the plan is, but for your sake, I really, for you, want to know that you have a plan. If you'd like to craft that plan and would like a listening ear and partner in the process, please drop me an email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com. And let's talk about organizational and productivity coaching in 2023. And before I sound all too high and mighty from my podcasting perch, I was confused on the start time (laughs) for today's podcast. You're getting a little bonus if you stuck with me this long. I was confused on the time for today's podcast and I was late uh, or early. I don't know. (laughs) I had it for four my producer had it for 3.30. So, you know, even the organizer needs to be flexible with the plans because sometimes things just need to be flexible. Thanks for sticking with me this late. Uh, I hope this was useful to you. If you would like to reach out to me, you can reach out to me via email or via any of my social media platforms at Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.